Several years after my daughter's abduction, I began to become clearer on how my entire perspective had shifted. And that experience of adversity was the key catalyst for creating the shift. Not only had I become a different person, but who I was becoming was even more interesting. I often use the term that my life was linear prior to 2013. Everything seemed to be cause and effect driven, and there was a proverbial roadmap of my life's trajectory. I had what many would characterize as a pretty promising career. I had plenty of education. And so my path to being married with children and becoming an executive all seemed intact. Back then, those were my goals, build a family and be financially affluent enough that I could create opportunities for others and pass wealth down. So those were my expectations. After the abduction, what emerged was a view of myself and the rest of the world that completely tore down the old linear model and opened me up to a completely new view of my life. The things I expected to happen, like get married and start a family, didn't pan out the way that I had hoped. Armed with more compassion, forgiveness, acceptance, and gratitude, I took my once shattered set of expectations and started to daydream about an entirely new set of possibilities for myself. I began to see the world for what it actually is, an unlimited set of possibilities. I also realized that I had been consumed with playing a particular part. For many of us, this part is rooted in what we've been taught in our prior experiences. I remember being in high school and my dad and I having a conversation about what I wanted to be when I grew up. My dad worked most of his career at an oil refinery. He did pretty well for himself, especially considering his starting point in life. He talked to me about being an engineer and how the corporate lawyers in his company made a lot of money. We didn't have many career conversations beyond that. My dad was offering his perspective on what he saw as possible for me. Through my own academic and professional experiences, I saw a completely different set of possibilities. And after the abduction, even those possibilities felt too limited. For most of my career, I thought about being an executive at a Fortune 500 company. Now, not only do I not want that, I want to lead in a much smaller organization that is being shaped by my own values. And I want this organization to help other people and other organizations reshape our global society. Yeah, it's heady, but why not? We live in a world of unlimited possibilities, yet we limit ourselves based on what we believe to be true. Whether it is because we don't think we're talented enough, our view of self is that we aren't worthy enough, or something else, we end up creating a bunch of limitations for ourselves. What makes authenticity so powerful is that the more it increases, the more limitations you can break through. The vastness of the world is unfathomable in terms of its potential and what that can mean to you. That's how great influencers and innovators have changed how we think and how we experience life. Historically, only a very small percentage of people see beyond those limitations to create something so profound that it changes how we interact with each other and how we experience life. Think our biggest technological achievements. Increasing your own authenticity allows you to go beyond the edge of your own limited understanding. To explain this, I will leave you with an analogy that I developed a few years ago. When I spoke about the authenticity continuum, I mentioned that we are all authentic all the time. It's always a matter as to what degree. 
In this analogy, I want you to think about authenticity as four different points on that continuum. And at each point, there's a critical change in perspective, those aha moments. In addition, know that everything you experience and interpret begins with your awareness. So your level of authenticity is directly associated and tied to how aware you are, your awareness of self and subsequent awareness of others. That connection probably intuitively makes sense. With that said, here's the analogy. The first level of authenticity is like being in a completely pitch black room. You're trying to navigate the room. In doing so, you find yourself bumping into various objects as you make your way from one side to the other. Your only sense for what the objects are is based on your sense of touch or maybe even smell. The second level of authenticity is like being in that same completely pitch black room but you're holding a candle. With the light from the candle, you can see directly what's in your immediate view. So as you bump into something, you can use the candle to understand the physical object because you can now see it. In some cases, you might choose to use the candle to light your way from one side of the room to the other. The third level of authenticity is like being in the same room, but having all the lights turned on. Now you have complete visibility of the entire room. As a result, you can proactively decide how you want to interact with the room. You may decide to sit in a chair, examine a portrait on the wall, open a window, or even take a nap on the couch. The key is that you see the complete landscape and you choose how you want to interact with it. The fourth and final level of authenticity is that there is no room. So you probably weren't expecting that, but think about it for a second. There's only a room because someone has told you there's a room. And immediately, your understanding doesn't go beyond that. Many of us are living in a room. Some of us have candles, some do not. Some have the lights on. And then there are the very few who see the possibilities beyond the room. They see that the room is a construct that serves a purpose, because everything serves. And as our society evolves, so does the room. And those that came before us share their perspectives and stories about the room as they understand it. Some of us will embrace that so deeply that we find ourselves living in the exact same room. The reality is that beyond the room, there's a house. And beyond the house, there's a neighborhood. And the expansion of our understanding continues well, well beyond that. Authenticity is the key to help you look beyond your room and open the door to a completely new set of possibilities for your life. I want that for you. You don't have to go through a personal tragedy like I did to gain that understanding. You just have to say yes to having an open mind and be willing to have the courage to face whatever comes your way, knowing that it's all serving, even if you can't see it in the moment. I know these two things aren't always easy. Understand that the potential is already in you because you are already exceptional. Though you may not be living the experience you desire right now, you're not broken. You too can tap into this sea of unlimited potential to be your most authentic self. That's what we're here for. Let's go. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Until next time, I am, I am, I am, I am.